awesome. I can't stare directly at your face in the light. It's, distra- nope. it's distressing. Although hey, this is particularly like there's a halo behind you right now. Yeah. And they're like your face this is like actually <gasps> I'm experiencing a human eclipse. That's right. Oh my god. There's yeah. a haze around your face, you're all black, and there's no other light in the room. I'm wow. I'm a total eclipse of the heart. Total eclipse of the little kitchen. Uh, I noticed that I do a lot of like little uh, musical interludes when I was editing <laughs> previous episodes. <laughs> and I almost just did it now and then I was like, nope, stop it. <laughs> musical interlude of the heart. Hmm. Uh, yeah, hey, JP. Hey, who are, we, who are you? Who, who are you? I'm JP. Uh, nice to meet you, JP. I'm Steve. This is a podcast we do. It's a weekly conversation. Where we talk about life's questions, answer life's questions. We consider them. Also, I, we can't answer them. <laughs> no, we can't. Really we definitely can't. cannot. We consider them. We consider them, and uh, we we tend to spoil a movie. But one thing I've realized in the past few podcasts we've done, we actually haven't spoiled a movie, which has probably been pretty good for our audience. Probably really good for the people who listen, because like when people spoil stuff for me, I'm actually really mad. <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah. We're going to probably continue providing that service, but mm-hmm. maybe keep it as a disclaimer on the episode just in case I put something it on the happens. Yeah. 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 We didn't we didn't ruin anything last time, but... We kind of ruined a book a little bit. We didn't ruin it. Yeah. We talked about it. We did. We... You know what? What? I think you might have edited those podcasts out of order because I realized as I was listening to it when we were like, we talked about a little bit about Big Magic last week. I'm like, no, we didn't. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to just apologize to our listeners. Uh, five weeks ago, we had some out of order podcasts. Yep. <laughs> That's true. We're apologizing really, really, really late. <laughs> uh, you know that one you listen to and you're like, that's weird. Isn't the other one more related? Remember those? Yeah. yeah. They should have been in a different order. Remember that challenge we did? Yeah. About Footloose? Oh, and we talked about the challenge, too. We were like, next week. Next week, we're going to watch Footloose. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I mean, like, two weeks. That's not so bad. No, not bad at all. So we, we flipped them. Yeah, we flipped it. Turned them. Flip mode. So, uh, yeah. This week's topic, mm-hmm. or this week's uh, life's question to, to consider... consider is who are you again i'm steve and you're Carol. jp i'm jp Kamara. okay and this is point by point point a by weekly point conversation, a weekly conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about what the show is every week sorry because for some reason we can't remember uh so this week we're, we're uh we jp's got a whole list of topics but boring yeah uh, next <laughs> stevie next uh we're gonna we're gonna kick it off by talking about waiting 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 Hmm. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Um, I, I was recently struck by the fact that kind of in our age of technology and kind of instant gratification, there are not a lot of, play, lot of like opportunities to actually like wait for things. Mm-hmm. And when we have to wait for things, sometimes we can be on two very different sides of that waiting experience. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of wanted to explore that a little bit with you and figure out kind of what your thoughts are about waiting. Okay. Is there going to be a, is there going to be an opening? Are you waiting for me to ask an opening question? <laughs> yes. I am. Sorry. Apparently, I'm. I can't handle waiting. 
listen, I just make the cut for millennials, so my waiting skills are pretty bad. Oh yeah, and I, I can I can see like the beads of sweat forming on JP's forehead <laughs> as I'm delaying asking these yeah. questions. It's pretty good. I can't uh, see it on yours because you literally are just like a shadow of a face. I look I look like a human eclipse. Yeah, yeah, of the kitchen. Um, but I yeah, so I guess. I'm going to ask you not an open-ended question, but I'm hoping that you respond to it in an open-ended way. Okay. Do you believe that waiting makes an experience better or worse? And how so? Uh, better because it's longer. Okay. Like waiting for an experience? Yeah. Okay. What What's something that you've like waited for? No, let me, what's, let what's me actually think about the question. I'm just being a jerk. Okay. Um, so waiting, does it make the experience worse or better? And then how so? Is yeah. the question. Uh, like what's the last big thing you've waited for? And what was that like once you were able to actually either do the thing or have the experience that you were actually like, you know, waiting for? Right. I think uh, one thing that comes to mind, which definitely isn't even by far like the most recent thing that happened, but there was a, um, we went to Austin like five years ago and there's a barbecue place there that's like really well known called Franklin's Barbecue and you pretty much can't get food there in under like three or four hours. Whoa. Yeah. They always have a huge line and they also like run out at a certain point. And yeah, so we got there, I think like three hours before they opened, we got there at like eight, they opened at like 11 or something weird like that. And they literally have like deck chair. I mean, they have like lawn chairs and all those kind of <laughs> things just lined up so that you can sit on them waiting to get in. And then once you, once the line, like once they open and they start letting people in, they still move really slow. Like huh. they interact with every person that comes to the counter and like have a conversation with you ask what you want like joke around cut up your meat for you they have like there's no sense of urgency for them at all oh my gosh but uh that actually that you know the some of the people we were with uh they didn't love that experience and they were kind of like like it was good barbecue but like i've had good barbecue Mm. and stuff like that but nicole and i enjoyed it like it was an experience i did it once i wouldn't want to do it necessarily again but uh yeah i you know waited in line for the food and it was phenomenal barbecue in my opinion and yeah, so I waited for it, and I think it actually made the experience a little bit better. We kind of hung out with some people. You chilled out. Then you had mm. some really good food at the end of the tunnel, yeah. as it were. Yeah. So, it's almost like waiting is actually built into part of that experience. It definitely seems like it. Because once we got to the front of that line, it made a lot more sense why it took as long as it did. Because, mm. I mean, there were a lot of people there. By the time we started going in, the line was, like, super-duper long. And they were already starting to tell people, like, we're going to be out of food soon. You're not even going to get new food. Wow. So... It, it's, it is also very popular, but they also don't say, like, we're super popular. We should make a ton more food and mm-hmm. let people in way faster. They, you get to the front of the line, the guy's like, hey, how's it going? You know, blah, blah, blah. I, I can't remember exactly what we talked about. But, uh, yeah, he was just really personable. And he was like, oh, you want me to dunk this meat in some butter? You're like, sure. You're like, all right. Dunk it in. Like, you know, just doing, like, all small things that were just adding on time to everybody else's weight. But, yeah, it was kind of nice. Yeah. I liked it. And we've got we've got a place near us that's similar. Not it's not a barbecue place, but it's a breakfast place, and it's yes. uh, what maybe there's at most twenty seats in the place. Uh, well, now I'm wondering which one you're talking about. Kitchen. 
Oh yeah, probably not even twenty. Yeah, and maybe, maybe 15. you know the line. It's one cook, one server, and the line will go like down the street. Yeah, uh, you know you can show up at open, and there's already more people in the line than they can actually seat. Right, and they don't rush people out. They don't encourage them to hurry up and finish their coffee. And mm-hmm. uh, you know you'll have people in that line who are very grumpy and angry at the fact that they're in line. And then you have people who realize that like that waiting is actually like, there's nothing wrong with waiting. It's like, yeah, you're not eating as fast as you might want to be eating. But the whole point of actually going to eat food with someone is so you can spend time with them. Yeah. So like the fact that you're not eating the whole time and that you're able to actually focus on like being with another person, I think makes that experience better. Yeah, I think so. And I, I don't know, I don't know for sure that these places think that way or not, but it certainly seems like they're not against it. Yeah. I mean, well, neither of them are doing anything necessarily like, well, Franklin barbecue, right. They put the chairs out to make waiting like a more comfortable experience. Yeah. Cause they know it's going to happen. They're not doing anything to decrease the wait time or to, to eliminate that. It's like, look, if you can't, if you can't hang with this wait time, you can Go yeah, anywhere. There's a lot of places that make good barbecue. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of places that make good breakfast in Providence. But if, if you want to be here and if you want, mm-hmm. you know, if you want this specific thing, then we think it's worth waiting for. Yeah. I think uh, there's a couple, there's a few breakfast places that are like that. Kitchen's probably the smallest one. But then there's, does that, I mean, you know, Nick's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, you. I mean, even for t- for two people, the wait's not super bad. But like, you put it up to like three or four people, it could be like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just like a really quality food, and they never rush you out or anything like that. Yeah, it's nice. I don't mind waiting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very counter uh, counter to how we want things to be, mm-hmm. especially in this country, but even just in our society, how we deal with things. I mean, everything we do happens immediately and we want it to happen as soon as possible, but yeah. most of the time I don't mind. No, yeah. yeah, there's almost something about like, I don't know, you and I tend to spend a, a good amount of time on the internet mm-hmm. <laughs> and like when a, when a page doesn't load or we can't get a resource as fast as we want, usually I, at least for me, like I will oh just, my gosh, my nose starts to bleed. Yeah. <laughs> I get fits of rage. Yeah. I just tend to, just, I'm like, okay, I'll just do it later. And yeah. I, I abandon what I'm doing. And why you're so right. Else. Oh my gosh. The internet. I have no patience. Zero. The There's no patience for the internet. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Anything that takes a while on the internet. I'm just like, well, I guess you're done. I'm going to close you and maybe I'll open you up in a second. Cause maybe it'll load faster now, but I'm not waiting around. <laughs> no. Wow. But, I don't the the real world stuff. It seems like you know we're going to wait a little longer. And I had an experience. So we we went to Philly this weekend with a, another couple. And there's this bar. I like cocktails, you know, uh, every now and again. And uh, there's this bar down there that I've been wanting to go to. I think now probably over three years. Wow. Um, and it's you know it's it's not. It, it's polarizing, right? You read the reviews and half of the reviews will say it's the best bar they've ever been to, the best experience they've ever had. And then the other half are like, this was garbage. We hated it. It was the worst thing we've ever done. Mm. Um, and part of that is just kind of around the way the bar is run and the way, like, I, I don't know, the way it sort of seems like the psychology of waiting mm. kind of works. Um, like, I would imagine the same people that would be frustrated to stand in line at the, the Franklin's, Franklin's barbecue place yeah. that you went to and, and kitchen near me. 
like that same type that's like, this is bullshit. Why do we have to put up with this? Like, I shouldn't have to put up with this. Right. Like the people who are more important than everyone else in the line for some so reason. Gross. Yeah. 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 Um, there's something, I, I think there's like something in that personality that, that wouldn't also fit this place. Um, mm. and so I, I've been waiting over three years to go. The, uh, the dress code there is very specific. Um, there's no, and there's, it's cash only and there's no wiggle room with their policies. They know there's some bars you go to that have wiggle rooms. Yeah. Well, I mean like most, most of the bars you go to, at least in this city, you know, Sorry, I just imagined you in like a tiny little room in the corner, like wiggling around. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> there's there no is... wiggle room in the spot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> You're like answering all seriously. And I'm like, no, a wiggle room, a wiggle a room, room where you room. wiggle. <laughs> oh man. No, they, oh, they, don't, boy. they don't have that or a ball pit. Oh, uh, but they do that? have Chuck E. Cheese there, which is weird. Yeah, they get the Everyone's just up in the ceiling. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, you're not allowed to wear flip flops, open toed shoes, shorts are not allowed there. Okay. Um, it's cash only. You uh, you're not allowed to use your cell phone once you're inside. Um, so you know, you... huh? Do they would they like actually kick you out? Mm-hmm. Wow. And they they tell you up front, uh, like they won't let you in if you're not on par with the dress code. Mm. Uh, they don't allow, I think, t-shirts or tank tops too. Like those are not like you have to be dressed hmm. nice. Um, it's almost nice actually for a place to be like, yep. Really unambiguous about what they want mm-hmm. and just be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what to do. It's awesome. And yeah. the only, the only lights that you have like at your table is like a small tea light candle. Yeah. So it's like, it's dark. It's like, it's intimate. Um, drinks there are expensive. They're like between 15 and 20 bucks each. Wow. Um, how big are they? Probably pretty small. They're very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are bigger than others, but, uh, yeah, super strong drinks. They're really great. Um, but so I waited three years over three years to go do this and leading up to it, we're going with some friends and I'm like trying to like figure out like, how to communicate everything like, Hey guys, this is like to not for be real. Like, <laughs> Hey, for real, like this is important to me, Yeah, but I don't want to be too overbearing, but like, I'm going to send you a couple articles about this place. So you can Whoa. sort of read up like, here's an article <laughs> about the owner, provided... here's an article about the dress code. Uh, you know what? Before we're going to go to this bar, it's so good. You guys are going to love it. Anyways, here's the reading materials for it. I'm going to need <laughs> you to read both of these articles before you go in and have all the etiquette down. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could have just explained it, right? Um, I probably could have, but you know, didn't really didn't really have much time to sort of get into that. It was more like yeah. you get know, in the car, no time. <laughs> no, <laughs> Read these no articles. <laughs> yeah. So uh, all that happened, but like leading up to it, I'm getting more and more like anxious about yeah. this because I'm like, what would happen? Like we drove four and a half hours to go to Philly. Like the main reason I wanted to go to Philly mm. was for this bar. Oh, you guys weren't, I think you were going for a thing. Like there was a mm-hmm. wedding or something like no. that. Oh, you were just going just to Just a trip. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. But like, that was the, the one destination that I had. Like the whole reason why, like, the this one. is why I would go to Philly. <laughs> oh, so, you Okay, know, I can see why you provided reading material. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, look, this is a big deal to me, you know, to me. And, um, we, we get there, we're, we're dressed to the nines, the, the, what'd you wear? 
Uh, I mean, not dressed nice. Sorry, we're we're dressed to dress code. Oh, okay. Um, I had a cat of nine tails on both legs. Yeah, we had nine nine articles of clothing on each, <laughs> dressed to the nine. Kelsey only had one shoe on because <laughs> oh, sorry, that was Kelsey. Her ninth Ooh, article. Yeah, it's either a hat or two shoes. Yeah, it's either it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just too many pairs of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so many pairs of underwear. Kelsey. Why are you wearing three pairs of underwear? It's four total now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so. yeah oh no hats too is another rule oh well good thing right i didn't have her wear that hat uh so yeah we get there the the guy outside the gate so it's an un you get there it's in the chinatown yeah there's like a large wall and like chain link fence it basically one side of the street looks entirely abandoned and the other has like you know chinese food shops and other like shopping places sure and so we get there and there's just a there's a guy hanging out sort of peering out of the opening of this grate and you know we we walk oh, by great what do you mean it's sort of like the, the like the um steel door yeah, yeah. sort of open and close like okay. the great kind of grated door with you know lattice and that sort of stuff i think okay i think I yeah. what you're saying, yeah. the black steel yeah um blue steel mm, why uh so he greets us and one of his, his uh, he starts to like shoot off kind of rapid fire questions. You know, one one was, you know, have you been here before? Um, no, we haven't been here before. Where are you where are you from? Why are you here? Like those sorts of things. Why are you He's here? Like, give me your give me your IDs. Yep, I'm here to drink a drink, dude. Well, I mean that's that's part of it, right? I'm here so, to get laid. So he said, you know, why why are you here? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, we'd uh, we'd love to come in and have a you know have a few rounds of drinks, if, if that's okay with you. So you played yeah. it cool. You weren't like, oh. uh, uh, well, uh, uh, three years ago, I, I read of your magical establishment. Uh, <laughs> how amazing it might be. And then I read the Yelp reviews and they were negative. And then I, I read these articles. Do you want to see these articles? <laughs> I think they're about you. So the owner greeted us at the door. Oh, okay. Did you, and you knew it was him, didn't you? I knew it was him because I didn't know who it was. Okay. And I didn't, like, the, the whole mystique of this place, yeah. part of it is that the owner is kind of unknown, mm. but he's always at the door. There's no, there's no like recognizable photographs of him. Sure. They don't even know if his name is really his name, but he has this sort of mystique. Oh, that's right. You sent me there. I didn't, I only read mm-hmm. like a paragraph of yeah. it before I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he greets us at the door. He asks us why we're there. Sort of play it cool. He takes our IDs. He walks into the back and they've got like a rejection list of like thousands of people what? that they've either kicked out of the place or just said, no, you can't come in. <laughs> This is crazy. And so once you get kicked out or rejected, you can't come back. Ever? Ever. Whoa. Like even like if you got kicked out, like, hey, you have your phone out, you're out. You're out. You're on the list. You're out. Yeah. Wow. So it was like, I do not want to screw this up at all. Oh man. Um, but yeah, we get in and it, it was one of those things like we got in and you know, I'm still not like relieved yet. Yeah. Right. Cause like, you still oh, screw no, up buying a drink or still screwed this up. And, uh, but once we finally got settled, got a drink in me, it was great. It was, and it was one of those experiences that I knew like the weight had heightened the enjoyment of the experience to sure. where like, if I had, if we had just sort of stumbled into, you know, into town that night, mm. we were looking up good bars to go to. We found this bar, we read about the dress code and we're like, you know, scrambled a little bit to like make ends meet and sure. do it. I don't think it would have been a special, 
Probably not. But yeah. the, I mean, you, the, hyped, you hyped it up a lot. The anticipation yeah. and the build up and actually, you know, driving there and going that night and getting in was, was yeah. all part of the experience. And then freaking like the Monty Python, like answer me these questions it's, three. Like, yes. <laughs> like if you were like, uh, well, actually, um, I, I just I don't really know much about it. And you just eject into the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shoot into another building. And this is not the kind of place where you order just one round of drinks and then you leave. Like this is so a place where they want to? you to stay. And so, like, you know, people have been turned away for saying, like, oh, we just want one tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this place is freaking crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, okay. So. But I, I also, so some of these, re- like, the negative reviews I look at and I'm yeah. like, not the right type of person for this experience. Sure, yeah, Right? Yeah. I like, see that a lot in places, even places that I've liked. When I see a negative review on it, I'm just like, you don't. Yeah. You don't get it. Or you don't get it, or, like, you just had a bad day, or there was just a very specific expectation you had. Yeah. And it didn't meet that, and so in your head, it was just like, you're you're out. This place stinks now, because you didn't meet that thing, I thought. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I get that. But uh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's (laughs) And it's exactly you. It was awesome. 100% you. Yeah. I mean, you know, it gets billed as being kind of, like, pretentious and... I mean, you can't whatever, you, but I don't think you can argue that that is pretentious, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think it, I don't know if that statement's correct, but I don't know. I don't know that you, sometimes like a, I guess a spade's a spade, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's still good. It can yeah. still be good. I mean, if the kettle's black, yeah, the pot, the pot has to call the kettle black. It does. Because that's the pot's duty. <laughs> it's the duty pot the duty what pot. else are we gonna do with it yeah uh that place that's pretty cool i mean that uh i would yeah i certainly wouldn't be as excited about it as you are but i would go to a place like that yeah i mean you're not you're not as you don't enjoy your cocktails as much as i do i think right i do not yeah i mean i like them but yeah no, i don't uh I, I sort of feel like i'd want to bend the limits a little bit of that place like what can i get away with yeah getting in there i wouldn't take you there (laughs) i wouldn't have if i had known it was your and and honestly like i wouldn't have done that first day i'd want to like be able to get in there try it and then be kind of like you know just say something weird to the owner as i'm walking in he'd look at you say no no what was it did he have an accent or anything uh yeah i mean he was his korean accent oh so he was he was an asian guy yeah Okay, because like when I when we were in DC and we we stayed in Chinatown and there were a ton of restaurants that were not any no he's Asian he's a, a at all or he's anything. a Korean guy oh, okay um, yeah he opened it. it up like five years ago nice Just like and that's part of the mystery of it too is like he like as you know the article right is mm-hmm. sort of playing it up a little bit I think but like they're basically like yeah he just like dropped into Chinatown five years ago opened this place up like overnight mm. and now is this presence here. And like part of it, they're like he built a shower into the employee bathroom just in case he had to live there for the like <laughs> to, for the duration of his lease. Right, right. <laughs> this guy's got a little legend. If it didn't work out, him. Yeah, yeah, and that's like that's part of it, right? There's a mythology about mm. this place. Yeah. Um, Did you go more than once? No, we just went once. It was only open one night when we were there. What? So one night only. It was open uh, Saturday, close Sunday, Monday. Oh, okay. Did you guys get there on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you got there Friday for some reason. No, we were supposed to, but travel just didn't work out. Didn't work out. Oh, yeah, and those kind of places definitely aren't going to be open on Sunday or Monday. No mm-hmm. way. Although I'd like if they were. 
Yeah. We went we went to another place. And and like the other two places we went to, the drinks were good. Mm. The the level of enjoyment wasn't there for me like it was with that first one. There's no thrill. Right? Yeah. yeah. The other places probably just let you in. Yep. You probably were able to wear shorts and tank tops and less than ten articles of clothing. Yeah, and, we wore yeah. we wanted to, we were on our phones the whole time, not yeah, even looking at each other. Not even looking at each other. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but service was kind of crappy, so we did have to wait for like web pages to load. So that oh, was no. yeah. <laughs> so you're still freaking out while you're looking at your phone. Uh, yeah. Phones. Do you have anything that that you uh you you feel like you waited for that's like equivalent? Do you have like a something like story? that? Yeah. Uh, anything that I waited for like that? You know, I'm such a like fly by the seat of my pants type of guy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways that. I don't think I latch on to things as much as that, as much as you did in that situation, mm-hmm. like thinking about going to this thing for three years and stuff. Uh, Nicole would probably have a story like that, although most of the things she would have experienced, I would have been there for. So now I'm like yeah. trying to think of what maybe Nicole wanted to do that was like that. I mean, there's always like whenever we go somewhere, there's kind of like some place that she really wants to go to. Uh, or that she like feels like, oh, if I don't go to this place, I didn't go to Japan. Yeah. Well, no, I'd be like in the place though. Oh. Like, there's a particular place in the destination that she wants to go to really badly. And I'm always just like, well, I want to go to all things or none of them. I don't know. Right. So, so now, unfortunately huh. I probably don't have an experience like that. Either that or I just forgot it. Cause my memory's kind of boopy. Yeah. Well, is there anything you're still waiting for that hasn't, you haven't, uh, achieved yet? In life? Like, yeah. Do you have like goals? Holy crap. Yeah. That you're like making progress toward, but. Or things that are overdue. Things that are overdue. So many things in my life are overdue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's tons of that stuff, but nothing, nothing that feels quite equivalent to your like bar experience. I mean, which is like, cause I have things that, you know, like for instance, so, I say real quick, I'm yeah. going to interrupt you because the, the best thing about this bar experience, yeah. right. Is I had a conversation with a couple from Philadelphia yeah. three years ago at a, at a party and that same couple, the friends that we went are friends with that couple. Yeah. And that couple recommended that we go to this bar that I told them about that they'd never been to in Philly. I, so they heard from me yeah, about, about this, this bar. bar that I wanted to go to and yeah. have been recommending it to other people who oh, say, really? hey, you're from Philadelphia. But they still Where should gone? I go? They have not gone yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. And not that surprising in a way. Uh, actually, extremely surprising in a way. It's, well, at this point. Yes and no. Because, like, if you know me, you know I get, like, excited about a certain thing. And sure, yeah. sometimes be infectious. Sure. And I, I think I think everyone's done that before, too, where, like, someone tells them something, well, like, sounds so good. And then, like, other people are like, oh, I want to do this thing. And she's like, you know what? I haven't done this thing, but, like, you should try this out. Yeah, it was on their must-do list. It was, <laughs> it was on their must- Okay, I don't know if it would have made it to my must-do list if I literally live close enough to go to this thing. I've never done it. And I, for three years, yeah. and I lived previous to that point, and uh, I recommend it to people. That's funny. That's awesome. Because I would never. No, that's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm killing your question, but no, I don't know. Cause like, I mean like, so for instance, I actually mentioned it anyways. Uh, I, you know, I want to write a book mm-hmm. or many at some point, yeah, but well. I'm like, have not achieved that in any way. Um, but 
I don't really equate that to like the bar I really want to go to and have wanted to go to for years, you know, huh. cause that's, uh, it's just a totally different experience. Not that it's, it's not less of an experience, but there's just, it doesn't even take remotely the same amount of effort to do to write to get to the bar Oh, as opposed to getting. So that's why I'm saying like hmm. for a thing that's just like really important, it's going to be an awesome experience, but right. to be able to do it, as long as I go to that place, right. I'll just be able to do it. It's not like I could, like if I went to that bar and it's just like, hey, you know what we, fi- we found in the back? The book you never wrote. <laughs> like, here it is. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I did this. I found it. Right. Uh, so I guess that's I, – I have a lot more, like, internal things that I yeah. want to do in my life um, more so than, like, experiencing external things. Although I do, I do love doing those things. Right. But I feel like Nicole's more of, like, an external person. Like, there's a lot of things she wants to do externally. There's a lot of things I want to do internally. Um, or achieve mm. for myself more so. So, yeah. which makes me sometimes seem a little more boring on the outside. I think, <laughs> honestly, like <laughs> I could do whatever. I don't know, but internally, I think I'm doing a lot. Oh. I'm always building up inside. I got like a little castle building up inside me, but on the outside, I live in like a cardboard box. Yeah, you got a whole Minecraft uh, ex- experiment. I do. Going on yeah, I got. I, I can't think of any there's Minecraft like an terms. Eight year old, there's like an eight-year-old playing Minecraft inside of you and building all the things. And Yeah, and I feed him, well, whatever food that I don't digest, he eats it. So. Yeah. Yeah. The mind blocks. And he I eats. I don't know what they're called. Mind blocks. The blocks. <laughs> I don't know what they're called either, no but I don't blocks. think they're called mind blocks. No. Uh, so, no, I, I definitely killed that a little bit. Sorry. But That's all right. I don't know. I, I, I want to have something like that. I mean, once you figure it out, I think it'll have been worth the wait. that's true i think you're right oh you know what i was thinking about today uh because we so i edited that episode incorrectly out of order and you you told your the origin story of your stall stall life yeah uh and i was stall man stall man i'm not gonna do it i'm always (laughs) singing songs uh have you ever have you ever been uh locked in the bathroom i mean not locked but like has people ever like shut off the lights while you're in a stall Go in the bathroom. I, I've been in a bathroom at my old job where if you're sitting long enough, the lights will turn off because <laughs> they're in a motion detector. And then I like wave my arms frantically arm. on the toilet and they turn back on. That's good. If yeah. that's what you mean, then yes, yes, I have. No, when, <laughs> why the, do you ask? <laughs> this new, I just I thought of you today because so the uh, the newer office that my company I work for moved into several months ago, they have. Um, a bathroom that we used to just have a single bathroom with just a toilet in it. Mm. Now we have a bathroom with a urinal and a toilet. So like two people can occupy it at once and like any number of people can go into it. Technically. Is it a, does the door lock? Uh, no. Is there a stall? Yeah. It's just a stall. It's not just like a, Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. No, there are those out there. Those are bad. Well, unless they lock. There was one. Yeah. Today in the place that I was in, literally you, you could sit down in the toilet and put your elbows up on the urinal. It was oh, so cl- It was that gross. close together. Yeah. Like across from each other. And was, was the door lockable? Yeah, it was lockable. Okay. But it's like, why would you put both a toilet and a urinal? Like, it seems like a waste of money in plumbing to have both. Yeah. But like, if you just want to like, well, it's, it's a little bit cleaner for the toilet folk, for the toilet dwellers to, to, for somebody to use the urinal. Really? Think about it. Like, if if you have to pee, yeah. But unless you're going to sit down, if you mm-hmm. sit down, that's one thing. But almost no men do. I, I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> the, there's just a freaking onion. Your stall life is an Dude, onion. That I am unraveling. Listen, so if, many if I've got an extra five minutes to kill, 
I'm going to sit down and enjoy myself. I'm going to play games on my phone. I'm going to read some articles on the internet. <laughs> All right, I'm we're going to put it. We're going to put a pin in that one for a second. We're going to put a pin in that one for a second. Holy crap! Every time I ask about it, I learn something new and uncomfortable. <laughs> Not uncomfortable, but that's funny. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, most men is uh, maybe maybe not most, but I think most men, aside from you, would put the seat up and Sometimes they would pee I'm into the toilet too. Like, do I have to go poop and I just don't know it? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta test the waters, JP. That's a poor turn of phrase. Your husband in the stalls. Oh man, I'm always learning something new every week. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, like they would they would pee into the toilet and they would get pee everywhere. But if you pee into the urinal, then you're good, and then people can sit on the toilet and they're good. Yeah, because yeah, just the other day I went to use the toilet. There's pee all over the seat. Yeah, I'm just like what are you doing? I don't know how every podcast we talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> every single week. Every week. I had one tiny point. <laughs> every week. One tiny point. <laughs> and, you, and it became it tur- it grew into a beautiful tree this tiny seed that i planted that's what the giving tree is the giving tree yeah oh so it's the going tree you wanted to you had a topic that we somehow derailed it doesn't even you're matter. talking about the stalls the the urinal anytime someone comes in the bathroom when i'm oh yeah the light going to the bathroom yeah i always have to cough now so that they know i'm in there <laughs> because three different times as i'm pooping Someone walks in the bathroom, pees, walks out, turns off the light. And then I have to use one hand with my flashlight on my phone for the rest of the time I'm in there uh, to get out. And so now every time someone comes in, if I hear a person walk in that door, when they've been in there for about three seconds, I go, <coughs> so that they know I'm there. Anyways. Why, why do you cough instead of making like loud Poop noises? noises? Oh! <laughs> Come on! Because I'm super shy about going to the bathroom with other people in the room. Unless they're also another, like, dweller of the Have you ever thought about, instead of coughing, tapping your feet? That's true. Maybe I'll just mix it up a little. Maybe I'll have, like, a little Morocco with me. (laughs) And they're like, oh, oh, somebody's in there. There's a little mariachi band in the (laughs) stall right now. Uh, Anyways. Feliz Navidad. (laughs) Sing a little song. Uh, the ring of fire, <laughs> the ring of fire. Yeah. So, uh, that was my contribution to this episode. Fantastic. It, uh, honestly, yeah. I did not think we would go that deep. <laughs> but how do I learn something new about your stall, stall experience every day? Every, every dang day. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. I'm amazed at the amount of people that I see in public restrooms who don't wash their hands. Oh, like yeah. they just go in, they go out. And yeah, it's listen, like, you just said you wanted dude, to get off of this. You didn't even make an effort. <laughs> yeah, like at the rest stop, especially we were at going down to Philly. It was like you didn't even try. You legitimately, they you didn't even like out. run the water and like put your hands under it for right. like a second. Yeah, it was just like you just went to the urinal, did whatever it is you do there. Nobody knows, and just walked out. Yeah. It's like we all watched you. <laughs> 
We have, wait a minute. What bathroom are you in? This is the voyeur bathroom. Where yeah. you, everyone sits along the wall and watches the one urinal. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like a Icelandic nudity monitors. You know what I found? Like the, the bathroom setups that make people wash their hands more that I've seen are they put they put all the bathroom – like they have the two gendered bathroom things. But neither of those bathrooms have sinks and all the sinks are in the outside. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I it's very rare. I kid but... you not, I have never seen someone ever skip washing their hands in those setups. Hmm. Because they're, they're, the, the shame culture is built in. Like, guys aren't, most of the time, I think, aren't going to, like, say to other guys, like, bro, you didn't wash your hands. Like, Definitely not. If I was, like, if I knew the person who oh, didn't sure, wash yeah, their hands, I'd be like, yeah. dude, you forgetting something? Yeah. Like, like your keys impressed. or the fact that you like <laughs> your don't hands have any are covered pants in on your right body now filth. or the fact that, yeah that that that's disgusting yeah but uh no, especially if they leave like if they just if they go in that stall mhm they oh, do their business man. and then you walk yeah. out and you don't what are you doing yeah no that's that's the quickest way to spread e coli that's mm, i don't know if it's quickest but it's yeah maybe you like <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. It's one of the most effective ways I know trap me. of getting pink eye. <laughs> so in addition to certain stall preferences, I um, <laughs> we can't talk about I also have some anymore. sleep preferences. Okay. Uh, and, and you might. So we talked about dreams last week, but we, we didn't actually get into how we sleep or how we fall asleep. So that might actually be something good to get into this week. Okay. Uh, what side of the bed do you sleep on? I almost always sleep on the left side of the bed. Almost always. So you can switch it up? No issue? I can. I very rarely do. Yeah. Um, Although, actually, when we sleep at, like, a hotel or something, I, I like, never have a preference. I When we sleep in a hotel and there are two beds, I try to sleep in the other bed. That makes no sense. It never works. Oh, you mean, <laughs> you mean like, a separate bed from Kelsey? <laughs> You and try I to think, get your own bed. Well, I think oh, like Mark, if they accidentally give you two beds. Yeah, if they yeah. give us two queen beds, I'm like, I, I take a bed, and then she goes in the same bed. I'm like, babe, there's two, two beds bed over there. Get over there. Listen, leave room for the Holy Spirit. This is my bed. But she doesn't. She never gets the drift. I think. Yeah, I, know, I right. think I make the mistake of picking the bed first. I think I gotta let her do it. That's true. And then, and then, then fake the her out. One. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna read a book for a little bit. I'll be in bed in a minute. Yeah. Then, <laughs> I didn't say which bed. Oops, sucker. Ah, I'm so comfy. But uh, our, our Airbnb uh, this this week didn't didn't work out while we were in Philly. Uh, just uh, yeah, the person that was renting it to us kind of dropped the ball, and so we were at like two thirty in the morning after we'd gotten back from Hop Sing, that uh, the bar we went to, we had to figure out like different accommodations, and uh, so we're calling around a bunch of different places. We finally get a hotel with two queen beds with the uh, other couple in the room. Get there. Uh, you guys shared a room. We shared a room, yeah, because yeah. it's save so money. expensive. Yeah. Um, and that's why we do the Airbnb because it's like we can get oh, a whole house true, yeah, for yeah. Yeah. about the price bucks, of a hotel, and it ends up being a usually a better experience. Uh, this time didn't work out as well, um, so we ended up in the hotel. You know, four people, probably different sleeping habits. I I don't I don't sleep with a fan on usually. I like it like. I don't like it cold. I don't like necessarily the air on. I, don't, I just don't like wind blowing in the room. Hmm. Um, and the noise is not something I need to fall asleep, but like, you know, some people, some people do. Uh, so the first two nights 
and I, uh, the the bed that we have, I'm right next to the air conditioner unit, so it's blowing the entire night, and I'm freezing. <laughs> I'm like shivering the whole night. Yeah. And so like I put up with it the first night. the The next day we're like out in the city, and I buy some sweatpants. <laughs> Ask them to switch, man. Well, uh, put the you know wore the sweatpants and long sleeve shirt, and I was yeah. relatively good. But like you know, woke up a couple times cold. Um, nobody took the cue. Like, hey, we're all getting dressed down into like our like thin pajamas. Mm-hmm. Steve's putting on a hoodie and sweatpants. <laughs> I wonder how he feels right now. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Wow. Uh, which is fine. So the the third night, I I'm like Kelsey, I'm gonna switch with you, and so we we switched sides of the bed, so mm. I wouldn't be like right next to the blower. And we had just gotten cheesesteaks, like you know Philly cheesesteaks from this place called Jim's. It's apparently like world famous mm-hmm. for cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. We can't get, wear shorts there. We though. get back. Well, no, we go. We, yeah, you can't wear shorts, flip flops, or a hat. You gotta. <laughs> gentlemen must wear. Yeah, trousers. you can't eat just one sandwich. Like, they expect right. you to come in there and really eat a whole bunch of. Sand- yeah, you know what? I think it's just a one sandwich night for me, Jim. Oh no, yeah. no, sorry, no, no, sir. You need our- two at least. You're on our list. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, those sandwiches are huge. I ate the entire sandwich mm. and went to bed. You know, an hour after I ate it, mm. and three in the morning, I wake up. And my stomach is so incredibly warm. Oh, God. I touch my legs. They're freezing cold. I touch my arms freezing cold. I put yeah. my hands on my stomach, and my hands are, like, burning. My stomach <laughs> is so hot. So, like, I disrobe off of the sweatpants, off of the shirt. Like, I'm just, like, down to as little clothes as possible, yeah. get back in bed. I could not fall asleep for, like, a whole hour because of how hot my stomach was and how warm I was as a result. Dude, what was that food made of? Because obviously, when you're digesting food, yeah. your body moves all the blood to that area. Well, not all of it, but like a lot of it. It's like one of the most energy-intensive yep. processes. I'm 100% like... sure my body went into shock. <laughs> it's like, listen, we need every ounce of digestive enzyme and blood, everything we got, to put yep. this thing out. Put this chili, Philly cheesesteak to rest. Yeah, this chili feast steak. And... Oh, those chili feast steaks. Are... Oh, so hot. I, I think had... part of Jim's in there. I had hot tummy. Oh, man. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of such a thing in my life. Really? Usually without someone going, and then I had explosive (laughs) diarrhea. (laughs) Oh, I woke up and my tummy was all warm, and then anyways, I spent the next four hours in the bathroom. Yeah, that didn't happen. That's good. Yeah. Surprising. Uh, So that was my hot tummy story. Hot tummies. Hot tummy. I almost sang a song. (laughs) Check it and see. My little tummy is 103 because I got hot tummy, hot tummy. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, it's so hard to say goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye.